Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome, everybody, to this week's exciting episode. Josh, yeah, buddy. you texted me last night saying that you have many pages of notes. Yeah. You're very excited about today's episode. Will you please reveal what it's about? Well, today we are doing clones. Clones! <laughs> like little sheep clones. Yeah. Was it, was it called Dolly? Dolly the Dolly sheep. Dolly the sheep, yeah. Yep, she's in there. Um, we're not talking... The uh, 501st clone troopers from Star Wars. Not that kind of I, clones. I'm kind of surprised about that. Yeah. I thought there was definitely going to be some Star Wars in here somewhere. <laughs> well, I've got to give it a shout out. Attack of the Clones <laughs> and, uh, well, a lot of Star Wars is based on clones. That is true, yeah. They're throughout Star Wars. So yeah. it's it's kind of uh, close to my heart. Oh, can, can, I, can I just interject very, very quickly with a fact about clones? Yep. The rock band Ash has a song called Clones. Cool. All there right. you go. I bet you didn't put that in your notes. No, I didn't. <laughs> and you're normally the one that does pop culture. I have got some pop culture, and I have to say, this pop culture is going to blow your mind. Ah, I'm <laughs> looking forward to it, mate. <laughs> but no, I don't have any it. songs or films, to be honest. I just have celebrities. Oh, but we'll get enough. to that bit. Fair enough. Like Mini-Me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the clone that went wrong. <laughs> I always found that hilarious in Austin Powers with the clones in Mini Me. <laughs> yeah, exactly the same. But just well, that was feet that tall. was a parody of the film that I keep mentioning that you always laugh at, The Island of Doctor Maru. Yeah, Do- Doctor Maru was played by Marlon Brando, who was ah. just on a complete weird one throughout the entire film. He took it on himself to paint his face white and hire this little. Um, clone uh, oh. this, this actor to be his miniature clone and it wasn't even in the script <laughs> fair play <laughs> yeah well that's dr evil yeah. and uh, it's like a mini me clone <laughs> but no today we're gonna talk about actual cloning clones real life stuff my man <laughs> and and the sheep <laughs> the sheep that started it all off yeah well uh-huh. oh, 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 did it i don't know <laughs> did I, it i, I don't did, know were there possibly two sheep before dolly well, maybe. Well, we'll get there let's get the boring stuff out of the way first <laughs> okay why not <laughs> the term clone and cloning 
was used first used and introduced by a man called JBS Haydane in 1969. And what is cloning? I hear you cry. What is cloning? Well, cloning in its simplest form involves producing individual individuals or cells with identical DNA, either naturally or artificially. Fair enough. That's the simplest term I could find. Like taking cloning. a plant cutting. Yes. And potting it on and growing a new plant. It would have the same DNA as the original plant, but it would, in theory, be a clone, I guess. Well, you mentioned plants, so I might as well skip this whole page. No, don't let me ruin your flow. <laughs> so uh, cloning is a natural form of reproduction used by plants. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, Fungi and bacteria that has enabled life forms to spread for hundreds of millions of years. Yeah, I so guess. So there you yeah. go. That's the... Uh, Cells that split and reproduce, yeah, I guess. So, plants. yeah, I guess that is probably another simple way of explaining cloning, yeah, just yeah. plants and stuff. So... There's three different types of artificial cloning. There's gene cloning. This involves creating copies of genes or DNA segments. There's reproductive cloning, which involves making duplicates of whole animals. And I'm guessing plants would fall under that category as well. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, (laughs) yeah. And therapeutic cloning. This involves creating embryonic stem cells. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's the three artificial cloning types. Now, reproductive cloning, that's the one that interested me the most. So that's Well, the naturally, one. yeah. It's kind of... It's going to be the most controversial, isn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. So I thought I'd kind of focus on that kind of cloning, yeah, if that makes sense. So reproductive cloning began in 1885. Really? Using sea <laughs> urchins. See, every time you date something, it's like I, I wouldn't have put cloning much before, like the nineteen sixties or seventies. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. Proper cloning, like Dolly the sheep and everything, was nineteen sixties. Right. Okay. But in eighteen eighty five, this will make you laugh. So, using sea urchins, a German biologist called Hans Driesch. Yeah. D r i e s c h Driesch. I'm not very good with. Uh, yeah, no, I think, I think that's right, yeah. Uh, he was the first man to achieve embryo twinning by separating embryonic cells, and the separated cells continued to grow and then could later on be implanted into surrogates. Right, yeah, 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 like a test tube baby sort yeah. of thing, yeah. So that that began in 1885. So off the back of Hans Driesch, <laughs> this is the bit I'll make you laugh, in 1902... Another German embryologist, also called Hans, yeah. <laughs> his last name is Spiemann. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hans Spiemann. So you've got Hans Dreisch and Hans Spiemann. Hans Spiemann used the same technique as Hans Dreisch, so like the hands yeah, before. A yeah. um, couple of hands. And standing he... on the hands of giants. <laughs> <laughs> so he used the same method to clone salamanders. Oh, right. In 1902. Lizard, yeah. yeah. yeah and then you fast forward a few years, and then obviously with, with cloning as well, it's um, it's one of those things scientifically. It's going to be a slow advance. It's a very so. slow burner. So between the years of 1902, nothing really big and substantial happened until 1953. Right. So there's a, a good 50, 51 years there yeah. where Robert Briggs and Thomas King were able to complete the first successful nuclear... Nuclear? Yeah, it's right. Nuclear. Um, Transfer by transferring the nucleus of an early tadpole embryo into a frog. 
And the reason I say nuclear and question myself is because you've got nucleus and then you've got nuclear, yeah, which I think of war and yeah, radiation. It's, it's, it's referring to the, the uh, nuclear in this context is referring to the cell. Yes. The, the, the nucleus <laughs> of the cell. <laughs> and with those two guys doing that. Not making atomic frogs. <laughs> no, <definitely not>. <laughs> <laughs> Hypnotoad. <laughs> in 1958, John Gurdon. Spelt like Gordon, but with a U instead of an O. Right. <laughs> so John Gurdon was the first to successfully clone an animal using somatic cell nuclear transfer. So very similar to the, the two previous people. Okay. Um, yeah. But slightly different. His, he was just a bit more successful. So I've just got to give him a shout out. Yeah, just a slightly different method, but the same sort of transfer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty much where it began. I've given them, them guys a, a little shout out there. Um, but they were the the forefathers, would you say, of cloning? The, the pioneers. The pioneers. The pioneers. That's, that's the word I'm looking for. So then we reach the Roslyn Institute. Ooh, so sounds it's, ominous. Oh, it's it's pretty freaky this place. So <laughs> sounds like the kind of place that you'd encounter in a weird computer game. The Roslyn Institute. Clones. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I get um, what's the word? Resident Evil vibe. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, established in 1993, the Rosalind Institute is an animal sciences research institute, part of the University of Edinburgh. Oh, okay. England. Well, Scotland. Now, I've got to give these two guys the biggest shout-out, because we're getting to the, the Ooh, bulk of the cloning here. So, in 1996, British scientists Ian Wilmot and Keith Campbell transferred the the nuclei from cultured cells into inoculated sheep egg cells. Have I said that word right? I think so. Inoculated? Inoculated. There's a lot of... That's pretty much the fanciest word that I've written down. Fair enough. (laughs) Into sheep egg cells. All previous cloning experiments used donor nuclei from cells in early embryos. So these two guys, Campbell... And Wilmot, they then, with the experiment they did with the cells and the embryos, they created lambs, and they were born in this experiment, and they were named Megan and Morag, and they paved the way for Dolly the sheep. Hey, Dolly's cow. Well, to be fair, I like the names Megan and Morag. Yeah, Morag's a very Scottish name, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Morag, the, the pioneer of the Scottish sheep. Now, the reason people know dolly the sheep is because dolly the sheep actually survived survived the longest it? Yeah. it lasted six years oh is it years was yeah. I, thought, I thought it was only months but yeah so dolly was born uh where is it well she it says here she's written down in 2000 yeah she died in 2003 and she was six years old so oh fair yeah way. but that's the reason a lot of people recognize dolly the sheep as the it was the first successful kind yeah, of uh, yeah, cloning. Yeah. So a, a lot of people don't know about Megan and Morag because... I th- what, did they only last a few days I think it was literally like, like three... It was either three weeks or three months, Okay, if you know what I mean. So it wasn't technically successful, right. if you know what I mean. But um, so after Probably this... had like insta- unstable organs or something, was it? And just yes. couldn't, couldn't grow properly. Organs does come up. Okay. So, <laughs> I love... Get you're not you're not pirate. you're not quite in my head but like 
You you mention things that are slowly like you can see I'm from my notes. There, right? You're <laughs> you're like one step ahead a little bit. So after this, still in 1996, in a landmark experiment, Wilmer and Campbell created the first mammal by somatic cell nuclear transfer. Obviously, talking about Dolly. Yeah, we've already covered that. Yeah. A nucleus from an adult sheep udder. Uh, a nucleus from an adult sheep's udder cell was transferred again into an inoculated egg. Uh, okay, so they're not even actually using like sperm cells or anything like that. It is literally just a, yeah. se- a cell from mm-hmm. pretty much any part of the body. Yeah, and back in the day as well, um, I think it was the previous couple of guys I, I mentioned. Uh, King, I want to say King. I'm sure it's. Yeah, King and Briggs. I'm pretty sure I read as well that they were using baby hairs to split the cells. Oh, right. So they were creating little nooses, <laughs> and they were splitting the cells using baby hairs. Wow. Interesting. <clears throat> so out of 277 attempts, only one was successful. The famous lamb named Dolly after Dolly Parton. That's right, yeah. This brought cloning to the forefront of science and into the public light. I remember it on Blue Peter. <laughs> so, unfortunately, Dolly did pass, but she six did years. Six, six years. It's a pretty reasonable age for, for a sheep, really. Yeah. I mean, they say that a sheep will live for 30 years if, if you can find a way of making its teeth last long enough, because... Obviously, they're grinding, <laughs> eating grass all day. They literally just yeah. wear their teeth out, and then they can't eat, so they die. That's a shame. Uh, that's pretty much what happens in old age with sheep. But uh, so six years—that's a, that's a fairly respectable age yeah. for sheep. I and think. some of the pictures I saw online of Dolly the sheep were quite funny because it's literally one sheep in a pen, and there's loads of paparazzi, like, the first clone of the sheep. And this poor sheep is just kind of sat there in this pen, like, what is all the fuss about? Just let me eat my grass. <laughs> it's, it's quite funny. <laughs> so the Rosalind Institute, um, this is a really good company, by the way. Like, I was actually really impressed. I'm not going to give you everything they've cloned, but they've done a lot of good. Oh, um, great, okay. So the Rosalind Institute, after Dolly, went on to clone mice, Camels and endangered endangered species such as a guar, spelt G-A-U-R. And a guar is a type of ox in 2001, and it was borderline extinct, this Mm. ox. So in 2001, uh, I said my words wrong there. So they cloned the ox in 2001. Okay, yeah, is, yeah. Is what I meant. Um, but that was on the borderline of extinction. And same with the macaque monkey. They cloned oh, really? that. In 2017, they cloned that. And that was actually the first successful cloning of a primate using nuclear transfer. Fair play. So this institute, shout out to them, because they're doing a lot of good stuff. For like, yeah, and definitely. They've, they've done other things, like other endangered species and stuff like that. But the, the list was actually quite long. I thought... I'm not going to go through everything, but you can check out their website and stuff. Uh, no, fair play. More power to them. They're doing good work there. Yeah, and then they also mention themselves. Uh, there's another company that I think they kind of work with the Rosalind Institute, or they, right. they kind of mention each other because they're all kind of doing good work. Mm-hmm. So Revive and Restore, also .org, if you want to check them out. They're looking to bring back... The oh, is that the website, reviveandrestore.org? It's the company. So the, the company is called Revive and Restore, 
But their website is reviveandrestore.org. Okay. Yeah. So if <laughs> so, you wanted to, you could go online and check that out. And they're probably most famous for trying to bring back the woolly mammoth. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. So they want to clone uh, a, a woolly mammoth and kind of introduce <coughs> it into elephant DNA. Uh, yeah, if I, I think they had to do it in gradual stages, don't, yeah. if I remember rightly. Um, you can't just turn an elephant straight into <laughs> yeah. a woolly mammoth. It has to be done over several iterations until, you know... Yeah, it, apparently there's a lot of science behind it. I mean, I would have just thought... How hard is it to stick an elephant, a woolly mammoth, <laughs> in, a hair in a from a woolly tube. mammoth? Grab a cell, yeah, chuck it inside mummy elephant, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, we got a new mammoth. I just had a, a vision. My baby's a bit hairy. <laughs> <laughs> I had a vision of like a cartoon where some guy's just got an elephant, and he's got like scotch tape, and he's just sticking loads of hair to an elephant. Like, what do you mean? It's a woolly mammoth. <laughs> but no, they're, they're actually looking just to throw a rug on it. <laughs> They're actually looking to repopulate uh, tundra and forests in North America with woolly mammoths. Oh, okay. Don't know why, and it's a little bit secret and hush-hush, but that company... Well, we just, just broke that wide open, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> They're just trying to bring back woolly mammoths. But Fair enough. As far as we know, it's not quite successful at the moment, but they're working on well, it. Well, mammoth ivory is worth twice as much as elephant ivory, so, you know. Ah, so it's that's, a risky business. That pretty much brings me to the next kind of subsection of cloning. So we've done the the animals, and okay, the endangered species and stuff. All good reasons for cloning, in my opinion. yeah, yeah, all you know? real good good work. Now this is a little bit confusing because it's kind of technically not cloning, but it is if that makes sense. So bear with me. Okay. Um, so. I didn't realize it's actually difficult to clone certain organs in the human body. So probably, yeah. Like I imagine hearts. like a liver is quite easy because it mm -hmm. practically grows itself anyway, doesn't it? <laughs> but yeah, I would imagine some yeah. organs are going to be really quite complicated organs. Like you say, your heart, like the heart. brain. These, you know, this is going to be one of the more difficult things to yeah. clone. Isn't it? So because some organs are difficult to clone and to get them working properly to you know be successful um a solution to this is to use transgenic animals such as pigs so that's why do you remember the story of the, the guy pig heart boy got the pig heart yeah 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 Yeah. as far as i know from the research he's still alive he's oh still yeah alive. i think so yeah i believe so yeah but we off the back of that some organs obviously are difficult but we can actually easily clone such things as ears noses and skin so stuff that isn't yes. technically an organ, but it is. Prosthetics, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of it is done on, uh, like, they started off by growing it on the backs of mice. Uh, yeah, I remember the very famous picture of an ear growing on the back of a mice. Yeah, and also South Park has an episode. I've got it here if anyone wants to check it out. Season 12, episode 5. It's called Eek a Penis. And All right. <laughs> that is about Mr. Garrison trying to get his penis back. And the episode is great. And well, they grow him a new one on the back of a mouse. Yeah. Do they? <laughs> the mouse escapes from the facility. So the whole episode, they're chasing a mouse with a penis. With a giant on dong his... waggling around on his back. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is fantastic. And obviously. Chase my pecker. <laughs> I think he says something like that as well. He's like, that's my penis. <laughs> like running after it. Obviously, I've mentioned Star Wars like. 
the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I said to you about the guy called Tamara Morrison, who he must be making bank because his face is on all of the clones. Oh, yeah, the guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's literally his cartoons, everything. It's like his face is like a trademark for Star Wars at this point. Yeah, because he was the re- the actor that applied for the role of the clone. Yes. Yeah, I mean, which obviously puts him in every Star Wars episode or film or anything yeah. since he's been hired in that role, isn't it, really? Now, this is where it gets interesting because we're almost towards the kind... Not not the end, we've still got loads of time, but that's all the science-y stuff. That's all the, the fun way. stuff and the science. This is now where the... This, the you, real... you warned me that this episode was going to turn a little bit dark. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. So we're not quite there yet, but... I want to ask you, do you think cloning a human is morally acceptable? Like, how, What's your opinion? Like, If someone came to you and said, we can clone you, and you could essentially have another version of you to do other stuff that you don't want to do, would you be swayed, or is it an easy decision for you? What's your opinion on it? That's, that's, that, that's actually a really hard one, because... It's the same with like the, the genetic engineering, where they say that they could engineer your genetics so that blokes never go bald, mm-hmm. or you know, you're guaranteed to live to a hundred, or you know, something like that. I think there's there's good elements to this kind of thing that can happen. You know, you, you could almost eradicate diseases by doing this sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but would I want a clone of myself out there that mm. potentially? could bump me off and take my place. Yeah. And imagine if they do a crime and then... And then, yeah, I could get prosecuted for a crime that I didn't even commit. Mm-hmm. Well... Oh, my fault this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will just say a little tidbit of information. When Bill Clinton was president, he actually took the podium because there was some sort of uh, stir about human cloning when it all kind of came into yeah, the public yeah. light. And you can actually find the clip on YouTube, and he starts talking about how there's no human cloning going on, it's morally corrupt, and I know, Bill Clinton talking about morals, uh, And then right? he looks over his <laughs> shoulder and winks at someone who looks just like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, I, I won't go into the politics of Bill Clinton, <laughs> but he's enjoying his uranium money anyway. So, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, let's you, step away from that, Josh. Go you on. can edit that out if you like. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so that's just a side note. He spoke about cloning and saying it it wasn't good, not happening or anything. So, the first attempt of human cloning was November 1998. Okay, and researchers at Advanced Cell Technology in Massachusetts and Kyunji University in South Korea separately announced the successful creation of the first cloned human embryos. Okay. Just the embryos. But then in December 27th, 2002, the birth of the first human clone called Eve in Florida by CloneAid was created and the CEO, Bridget Boislier, announced this. <laughs> yeah, she actually announced it and said, yeah, we've successfully done this, but there's no evidence, there's no proof, and since then, it's been hush-hush. Right. So she basically 
uh, what was it like a press conference okay. said all this stuff and was like yep yeah, we've done it we've created this successful clone human given birth eve but there is no evidence whatsoever it is literally her word of mouth it it, it does jog a distant memory that mm-hmm. um but i thought the uh the human cloning uh science experiments mm-hmm. was more to uh clone stem cells yeah like for stem cell therapy because stem cells are, are, are strange cells they can become anything mm-hmm. they, they can become new heart cells they can become new brain cells they can be, take yeah. place of any part of your body and i thought that's what it was all about i didn't realize that they were actually taking it one step further and Cloning entire humans. I'm not sure about the morality of that one. Well, a lot of a lot of people actually use stem cells to repair. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, certain muscles. Yeah, yeah. Don't they? Like, I, I remember reading or hearing about UFC fighters having stem cells after an injury possibly, and the ring, yeah, yeah. things like that. So I know, I know Joe Rogan's talk, talked about it on his podcast before about having stem cells and things like that. Yeah. Um, so that's there, there was a, a family guy episode where Peter Griffin had a stroke Yeah. and then walks into a, a stem cell research lab and comes out five minutes later, perfectly fine. And he's like, <laughs> why aren't we investing in this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The research is still going on as well, but yeah. it's, it's absolutely fascinating. Um, but there's actually several laws in place against cloning humans. Okay, so, well, that doesn't surprise me. And it, Supposedly this is because cloning can cause profound genetic errors, which can result in early and painful deaths. Uh, it's also an area of research, but it's not in medical practice as of 2023. So right. as of now, they're saying there's no human cloning going on. So in America, USA, they actually, in the 108, dash 18 human cloning prohibition act in 2003 so they've they've banned it as of 2003 fair enough we were a little bit earlier the uk banned human cloning as part of chapter 23 in 2001 and after that it was pretty much worldwide not every country which i will get to but worldwide most countries it is completely illegal to create a human clone knowingly right. as of 2004 yeah, yeah. um so it seems like morally you could do it accidentally yes yeah <laughs> that's the bit where i'm like 
that doesn't make sense knowingly. So it's illegal to knowingly create. Well, I a thought it was another sheep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 2004, and like we went back to, well, we'll go back and say it, it's like morally, it seems around the world. People aren't interested in human cloning. Yeah. But it's a grey area, I suppose, isn't it? Because more, the more you clone, the less genetic diversity you're mm. going to have, aren't you, at the end of the day? Yeah. So now, that brings me to the pop culture Pop section. culture. Of course there is. Now, these a couple Wait, of Come these, on, then. There's got to be a right. cloned celebrity out there. So. Oh. <laughs> I've got four for you. <laughs> wow, go on. Now, I'll start with this one because I think a lot of people have heard this rumour. Paul McCartney. Uh, Paul McCartney supposedly is killed, a cl- killed in a car accident in 1969 and replaced by a lookalike. And in the song Strawberry Fields, John Lennon can be heard saying, I buried Paul. <laughs> but when fans looked into it, a lot of them say, he says cranberry sauce. So I don't know how I buried Paul and cranberry sauce sound a lot alike. I, but I don't know. But I, I know that the Beatles were taking a lot of drugs at the yeah. time that they made yeah. that album. So but also, I like, wouldn't read too much into the lyrics. No, no, no. Also, the, the conspiracy theory of Paul McCartney dying and then being replaced and stuff. The Beatles actually knew about that years ago and they played into it. Oh, right, I, I, they, I do yeah. know that... Um, that old conspiracy theory, and apparently they found it hilarious. So they did start writing lyrics about, like, Paul's dead and stuff if you play oh, songs really? backwards and things like that. But they played into it. But that's the the one that's kind of most known is people were like, oh, yeah, Paul McCartney, oh, he died in 1969. Well, that's one conspiracy. Fair enough, yeah. The other one, which a lot of people actually believe this. Okay. I don't personally because, I mean, I spent hours down the rabbit hole yesterday I don't see it, but a lot of people think Avril Lavigne um, allegedly died in 2003 and was replaced by her body double, Melissa Vandella. Now, people can look into that because there's there's a photo shoot where um, Avril Lavigne's got Melissa written on her hand and, it, you know, there's like, well, I've not the mic now. Right. So there's weird little conspiracies. People have, you know, when they get the two images side by side on the face. Yeah. And they put a line down and they're like, oh, look, her nose is slightly different and stuff like that. She sounds different, apparently. No, but the, the main problem that I've got with this, mm-hmm. with the, these theories, particularly Paul McCartney, yeah. he was killed in a car accident in 1969, yet they didn't actually perfect human cloning techniques until, what was it, 2003, two, the late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The same with Avril Lavigne. If she died in 2003, how are they going to replace her with an adult body double? Yes. If they haven't had time to actually grow it. Well, I'll get into it with the last celebrity. Okay. But one of the one of the celebrities, I'll just quickly mention, he believes that this has secretly been going on since the early 60s. Right. So he thinks that where other countries have bland, bland, banned human cloning. Yeah. There's certain countries, which I'll get to, haven't actually banned human cloning. And he thinks in those countries, they've just continued since the 60s and they've actually managed to do cloning, Right, if that makes sense. But, I mean, there's holes in every theory. But, again, you'd have to almost have um, precognitive abilities to say, oh, I know that Paul McCartney's going to die next in a few years, in 1969. Let's get a clone of him growing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
And also, I, I did read when I also tried to debunk myself researching this, a lot of people were like, well, no, because if it was a clone, there would be a baby. It's not like you can just clone yourself and then there's like another adult, male. adult yeah. version of you. It doesn't exactly. work no, that way. No, so, I mean, I might have just ruined the paranormality scale for the end. But, <laughs> so I'll just quickly get through a couple more. So this one I didn't know about. And it's actually quite freaky when you see the pictures. And I would urge people to go look at the pictures because it's pretty identical. So supposedly Taylor Swift is a clone. Okay. Of a priestess from the Church of Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Called Zena Lavi. Right. She was a high priestess from 1985 to 1990. And she stopped just one year before Taylor was born. Some people say nine months before Ooh. right but if you look at the pictures of taylor swift and xena lavi even i think they look, yeah, like, yeah that yeah, is 100 yeah. like you look at it and i was look oh, i was looking at the picture going they must be 97 percent like genetically linked because they are so spitting really? image like, it was scary i actually thought they've just got two pictures of taylor swift and then you realise that the the picture is a little bit grainy and stuff okay. and from the 80s. So you're like, oh, well, that's not Taylor Swift. But honestly, she looks quite identical. So that's the only one Fair that enough. I thought... Yeah. It's a so little bit... No, so maybe got some credence Yeah, it's it, a little bit it? convincing. And the the fact that, you know, it was one nine months to a year before Taylor was born, there's a little bit yeah, there. Yeah, it's got some sway. Uh, and we're dealing with Satan there. She was a high priestess of the Church of Satan. She oh, could have... She could have sacrificed. So, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the the, uh, the Church of Satan, or yeah, Satan, devil worshippers and whatnot, get a lot worse press than what they actually stand for. Why is that? <laughs> uh, well, you know, but I, I'm not going to go into it right now. But maybe, maybe we'll cover that in a different episode. Yeah, we'll cover Satanism and satanic yes, Satanism, uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're, honestly, it's it's not quite as dark and like devilish as you as you as you, as media would mm. have you or pop culture would have you believe. Yeah, in that's actual true. fact. I have heard actually, Satanists, some of their beliefs and stuff isn't actually that bad. No, it's not. <laughs> so, it, no, it's not. It's re- it's really not. But this brings me to the the closer, the last one. We're doing all right for time. Oh, yeah. this is the last one. So. There is a rapper from New Jersey who resides in Florida. His name is Kid Boo. Kid Boo is named after a Dragon Ball Z character. So for people that know it, Kid Boo is spelt B-U-U. Yeah. So he claims himself that he is a clone made by Clonade. They take the bone fragments from the front of your skull between your eyes to make clones able to share memories and consciousness. So he fully wow. believes that clones, they don't, they're not from babies. They literally are able to create clones that are the same age, memories, consciousness, and they are able to so go what, out and do things that they don't want to do. How do they do what? Because now I imagine it, you know, like in Avatar. Oh, you've not seen Avatar, I've not right? Seen you? Avatar. Uh, well, in, in Avatar, um, Obviously, humans are able to uh, communicate with the aliens by creating alien bodies mm-hmm. cloned from their own genetic cells, crossed with the alien genetic cells, and they transfer their consciousness. And the alien bodies are, are, are grown in these giant, like, liquid-filled 
test tube type things. Oh, right. And that's kind of what I'm imagining now, is that you'd have, like, adult babies that aren't even conscious, but just <laughs> floating around in, a, like, a watery... That's a umbilical sort of thing. And, <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, yeah I, I always thought that w- with a clone, obviously, you'd, you'd grow it to the point of birth. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it would grow naturally as a human. Not, not, because just, that would yeah. be horrible if you were a clone or like this kid boo guy thinking, it, I'm a clone, but I, I, I've missed half my life because mm-hmm. yeah, I was only yeah. born at the age of 21. Yeah. But then he's saying that because they what is that thing the the gland isn't it it's like the oh uh, cerebellum is it well the cerebellum is your, your oh brain. that's the back yeah. no you're right so uh, pituitary gland is uh, that the one could be yeah so he's basically saying they use that so in your theory if you wouldn't be thinking I've missed half my life because he's thinking I am. Oh, so he's got the memories of the the life that he's taken, I guess. That's what he believes. So you can check this guy out. There's so many videos on YouTube, TikTok, social media, wherever you want to find it on. He has got some compelling interviews where he seems to be able to reel off, like, (coughs) codes and digits and things. So, like, I saw one video, obviously... uh, take it with a pinch of salt because I'm well, paraphrasing. Yeah. But someone will ask him a question and be like, oh, so explain it to me. And it's almost like it, it, some people would say it's a script, but I don't think so because he it's almost like he's memorized it or whatever, but it, it's so fluent and he'll say, oh, I'm so-and-so and my actual number is 21847 and it's it flows. Okay. So in certain interviews, the way he talks about being a clone and things like that, it's very convincing. I'm not saying I believe it, but I'm just saying he, he makes a good argument. And some okay. of the stuff he says, some of the stories and his background, and there's a little bit of a shady background being raised by, I think it was a single mother and right. not really knowing much of his childhood and things, and things are hazy. And well, it would had... be if it's somebody else's memory, wouldn't it? <laughs> and it's, it's just, he's a very odd guy, but... You know, check out for yourselves. I, I don't. I don't judge. I, I like, will. Yeah. You know, I, it confuses me. Like, like I said, the moral issue of growing a clone mm-hmm. to adult age with memories and experiences that aren't their own, and then just turning them out to the world as an adult. Yeah. To to see how they cope. Mm-hmm. That is very dark. It's very dark, isn't it? And the darkest thing, which I will close on, is, do you remember I mentioned Clonaid? Mm-hmm. So they are the biggest company that specialize in human cloning. Now, I know what you're thinking, and I know what the people are saying. They're saying, Josh, there's no way they're open about that. Please just go to clonaid.com. I'll right. spell it out for you. C-L-O-N-A-I-D. Their website, it actually says experts in human cloning right and the creepiest part about it is they just have a brief statement saying that they're no longer like residing in canada because they were a canadian company the country is now moved and it's in an undisclosed place and Uh, okay since 2001 well you you said not every country has yeah passed a law on Human cloning, so obviously, yeah. And when I typed in on that's search pretty engines, shady, isn't it? 
when I typed in on search engines, countries where human cloning isn't illegal, all it kept doing was bringing me up laws and countries that have banned human cloning. It doesn't actually say countries where it's still legally going on or anything right. like that. And you can ch please check out this website. I'm not making this up. Not yet. They no, are very it. open about it. They want to clone humans. Well, they I would imagine that you, oh, I mean, there's nearly 200 independent company countries in the world. Mm -hmm. Like you say, not all of them have passed this law on yeah. on banning it. I would imagine, <laughs> I'm saying this with a little bit of trepidation, but places like, say, North Korea, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if they had a cloning program going on. Mm. Yeah. You know, I'm not yeah. pointing a finger to say that there is, but a country like that, yeah, I'm saying yeah, it I'm wouldn't saying. surprise me. So, yeah. yeah, for them to move from North America or was it North Can America or Canada? Canada, Canada mm. yeah, they would be looking for a country like that to set up shop, wouldn't they? Yeah, and but I mean, is that to carry on creating humans or is it to create, like you say, false ears and stuff like that? I mean, oh, that's, that's has that thing. has that aspect of it been banned? Because we, no, we no, know no. there's that guy that walks around the town where <laughs> we live yeah. who, through, I think it was drug use, wasn't it, yes. lost yeah. his uh, member. Yes, and his appendage. His, his appendage. <laughs> and the, the, I guess it, the NHS has kind of grown him a new one yeah. on his on his arm and he walks around the day and pulling his t-shirt up and showing it and waggling it yeah. around at people doesn't he it's quite a funny bloke yeah um, and we've seen that with our own eyes yeah oh yeah actually our own eyes I th think he just kind of lost interest in actually having his member reattached in the proper place didn't he because yeah. he found it so funny just showing people while it was still attached to his arm yeah, yeah. I did hear a rumour that they tried to call him back to get it attached and it's been like three years now yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no I don't think uh, actual making ears and noses and things like, that's not illegal it's the actual cloning it's actual cloning full humans human. Yeah, is and creating actual babies. Yeah, or, yeah. But if people are worried out there, in my research, I did find it said the the top thirty five countries that are, um, like I think it was thirty thirty five countries that have issued that law, mm -hmm. and it's most of Europe, UK, yeah, be, America. Yeah. It's the the main countries. I'm not saying main. Like, I don't want to put all, the other... all of the UK Commonwealth countries. I would imagine it would be in, yeah. like Australia and New Zealand and all that sort of thing. Yes, so yeah, it's going to be yeah. some pretty out there countries, mm. some African ones, you know, far Asian ones, perhaps you know, maybe little independent islands, yeah, here and there. So that's pretty much it, mate. So I've left it on the fact that people need to go check out the website for Clone because it's it's kind of weird, eerie stuff. It's not like dark, dark where you know there's armies of clones like Star Wars or anything. It's just a bit eerie knowing that yeah. there's a company. There's not that much information on the website. It just tells you what they're about, and it's just a little bit eerie. But I just want people to go check out Clone Aid to show that. You know, I'm not making this stuff up. Like, this is a genuine website. Yeah, I and, believe you. And man. a company actually trying to, you know, clone humans. And, and they're kind of being outwardly shady. Yes. By saying, oh, we're moving to a country that doesn't have laws against yeah. this, you know. And the fact that... It's like they... saying we're, we're ignoring our morals and just going, yeah. going where we're allowed to experiment with these things. And the fact that they claimed to have cloned the first human in 2002, yeah. 2003... 
but there's no evidence of it and stuff. Like that, I just the Eve, yeah, 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 like about baby Eve being the first clone. Because they don't have evidence or proof to back it up and stuff, I just get like a shady vibe from yeah. it. And Kid Boo mentions Clone Aid being the company that cloned him. So there's a, just a little bit of eerie. The, yeah, it's kind of linked, isn't it? Yeah. There, there is definitely some some tethered links yeah. there. But Kid Boo is the one that says that they've been cloning since the early 1960s and mm. he's seen it and, you know, he's got friends that are cloned. And Does he have like memories that. from the 1960s? That's what I'd like to I've know. not seen an interview where he mentions it i've seen one video where it's supposedly a live stream but he uploaded it right and he sat on the sofa and there's quite a big gap between the other end of the sofa and then his clone walks in oh well, that'd be easy to fake exactly yeah, yeah. so i have seen that video which instantly made me go ah, that's a load of rubbish then do you know what I mean? Like the, it my my, my question in that case would be, are there any distinguishing features that could separate the two? Like, has one got his hair dyed red? Has he got any tattoos that the other one hasn't got? You know, or, or anything They're like that? They're both exactly the same, which is even why I think it's just clever editing. Yeah. Because it's, it's like dyed pink, red dreadlocks, the exact same face tattoos, because he's like a mumble rapper. Right. He's got tattoos all over his face and head and neck. But a clone wouldn't have clone yeah, tattoos. that's the bit that I'm like, well, tattoos are artificial. So if you yeah. clone... So I... I'm not, I'm not going to talk bad on Kid Boo, because he's an interesting guy. Oh, definitely, yeah. if... If you look into his passing, him growing up and stuff, I think there's a little bit of trauma there. Yeah. Personally. But I'm, I don't be. know. I'm not going into that part of it. He's just an interesting guy. Yeah, we're not going to disrespect the guy, obviously. Yeah. We're just, yeah, taking He's his just case. an interesting dude that has a story that's different to other people. Yeah. And he says there's other celebrities that are cloned that don't talk about it. And he's just there. You know, he's, he's the only one that's like open. He's, yeah, and supposedly he hires his own, you know, allegedly, I should say, he hires his own security and things because people are after him or whatever right, you want to okay. call it. But it's a whole conspiracy, and that's what we like here is conspiracy yeah, 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 theories. So yeah. I managed to get a bit of conspiracy in with the cloning. And some science. And some science, yeah. Well, well done. So, so as we go into the paranormality rating, yes, how high are you uh, are you thinking of rating this? Well, I mean, cloning is a real thing. And it is. Science, with, with the endangered species and being able to clone ears and noses and things like that, I actually do think there's a lot of good that's come from legal cloning Yeah, that has actually helped the world of science and helped human beings. And I think it's a really good positive thing. Just yeah. because I mentioned conspiracy theories and celebrities at the end that are a little bit wishy-washy, I don't think that should discredit the actual science. Oh, no, so definitely not. No. Because of that, I'm a big advocate for this, especially with the endangered animals. I'm going to give it an 8.6. 8.6, 6, yeah. yeah? Yeah. Funny, because I was literally just thinking about 8.5. Yeah. That I would, for pretty much the same reasons. Yeah. So I think so we we can go with an eight point five five. We'll just go eight point five. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll drop down. Eight point six is a bit higher. Eight point five. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm happy with oh, that. That's mate. good. Yeah, well, and that's fun. cloning, everyone. Cloning. Now go watch Attack of the Clones and get back to me on how. No, don't watch how Attack av- of the Clones. Watch, watch, watch one of the original three Star Wars, the the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> 
And that is quite a controversial point from your standpoint, I suppose, isn't it? Oh, no, I agree with you, to be fair. Oh, the original three are the best. They but, definitely are. Oh, I'm not going to table again. Oh. Because we're talking about clones, if you want to know more about clones from a science fiction standpoint, go watch Attack of the Clones. But also, as my mum said... Don't watch Attack of the Clones because it's filled with kissy faces between Anakin and oh, Padme. Yeah, it was the most boring, boring one. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> really boring. Yeah. And on that bombshell, <laughs> I think we're uh, going to draw this episode to a close. As always, write in paranormality.uk at gmail.com if you're a clone or you know a clone. <laughs> 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 yeah. Or you want to be a clone. Yeah. Uh, that could be a thing. Uh, or uh, as always, like and subscribe. Uh, comment on YouTube if you like, and on Instagram, TikTok, anywhere that we're on social media. There will be more of that sort of thing coming soon. Uh, but until then, I've been Pirate. I'm Josh. This has been Paranormality UK. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I chose Columbus State because it is the logical choice to reach my goals debt-free. The honors program gives me access to opportunities and scholarships that will help me when I transfer to a four-year university. Now I'm avoiding student loans and following my passion to be a Buckeye and build a career in public service. 